Good morning. Kind of feels like one of those moments where in our house we'd stop and have a cup of tea. Take, do you know what I mean? Just take 10 minutes. You're going to have to wait 40 minutes. But it just kind of feels like that moment. So have a cup of tea. 10 minutes. Just sit down. We'll be all right. Okay. It's been one of those mornings. Children. Printers that won't print rain. So thanks to Pamela, who at 10.25 came and rescued me with her login. So I now have paper, which is good. Um, Yeah, it's all good. So um, we're still in the flow of the river, aren't we? Yes, literally, I think, in places. And spiritually, we're still in the flow of the river. It is such a good place to be. And we're going to talk this morning together about connection in the flow of the river, connection as family together. Um, Whoever is now running the screen, can I have my picture up, please? So we've had a few lessons recently. Dan gave a bit of science lesson with his seven seven signs of life. Sarah gave us a bit of a physical geography lesson about east to west. We're going to do some human geography now. My mother will be so proud. She's an ex-high school geography teacher and I have never taken any interest in geography at all. She'll be very proud. Now, can anyone tell me what this picture is of or where it is of? It is at night. It's Cairo. And specifically, what you can see lit up, this is Egypt, is you can see where the River Nile cuts its way through Egypt. Okay, thank you. We can put the lights back on. So... Where the river flows, we know that there is life. From Ezekiel 47, we know that where the river flows, there is life. And the human geography element here is where there is life on the banks of a river, that's where community springs up. If you've travelled or holidayed in Europe in particular, most of the major cities have a large river running through them. Trade routes, transportation, all that kind of stuff. It all grows on the banks of a river. My parents got back from holiday, I think, yesterday. They have been on a cruise in Europe. Europe. They started in Budapest. It was their 40th wedding anniversary a few weeks ago, so they, they like to treat themselves and don't have two daughters to drag along with them. They can go and do all the culture that they want without us. Um, but they, they, they booked this week-long cruise. They were starting in Budapest and going along a river further into Europe. I told you my geography is not good. Um, but unfortunately, as they were in Schiphol Airport, having done the 35-minute flight from Norwich Airport... Um, They were informed that uh, there wasn't enough water in the river for the boat to float. So they actually spent three days of their holiday on a coach. My dad doesn't do coaches. Um, It was air-conditioned. Unfortunately, uh, they were able to be rejoined with a boat. Then they had to get off the boat because that boat wouldn't float. They had to get on another boat. They ended up where they should have been, and I think they did have a really good time. Um, But we need to have lots of water in the river so that we can float. Um, So life springs up on the banks of the river, and that is where our communities grow. And we're going to look together at a really well-known scripture from Acts. And it's one that many of us will have read and prayed over and believed many, many times. But we're going to look at it and we're going to think about it in terms of connection together. How are these people connected? And when I spoke last time, I spoke about um, King Josiah and how when he um, read scripture in public uh, to all the people that were gathered, for an entire generation, nobody turned away from God in that period of time. The 
the public reading of scripture was so powerful that everybody was changed for an entire generation. And so I believe in the public reading of scripture and we're going to do it now. We're going to do it a little bit differently and we're going to honour each other as family as we do it. We are going to honour each other as family in that we're multi-generational. So we're going to have one of our children are going to come and read the scripture for us from their Bible. And then we are going to honour each other as not just multi-generational, but multicultural and multilingual. And somebody's going to read, us, read it to us in a different language. They're going to read it in Farsi, which means that our Farsi-speaking brothers and sisters hear it in their own language. Because we're together and we honour each other, including the fact that we don't all speak English as a first language. So, if Phoebe and Amir would like to come and help me. Okay, so this is Phoebe. Let's honour Phoebe and Amir. Yeah! Woo! So Phoebe's going to go first. All right. All the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper and to prayer. A deep sense of awe came over them all, and the apostles performed many miracles, signs, and wonders. And all the believers met together met together in one place and shared everything they had. They sold their property and possessions and shared the money with those in need. They worshipped together at the temple each day, met in homes for the Lord's Supper and shared their meals with great joy and generosity, all the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all people and each day the Lord added to their fellowship those who were being saved good girl right and now Amir is going to read it in Farsi for us آنان خود را وقف تعلیم یافتن از رسولان و رفاقت و پاره کردن نان و دعا کردند اما بحت و حیرت بر همه مستولی شده بود و عجایب و آیات بسیار به دست رسولان به ظهور می رسید مؤمنان همه با هم به سر می بردند و در همه چیز شریک بودند املاک و اموال خود را میفروختن و بهای آن را بر حسب نیاز هر کس بین همه تقسیم میکردند ایشان هر روز یک دل در معبد گرد میآمدند و در خانه های خود نیز نان را پاره میکردند و با خوشی و صفای دل با هم خوراک میخوردند و خدا را حمد میگفتند تمامی خلق ایشان را عزیز میداشتند و خداوند هر روز نجات یافتگان را به جمعشان میافزود Thank you Thank you What's the farsi for together Amir in this context Boham 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 together yeah together thank you you can go to your group have a great time thanks um <laughs> mummy the handbag um together they were together how many times do we hear that word together in one place together in one heart together in one purpose and we've we've had that as our tagline haven't we as family we are better together we talk about being together But I'd like us to look at how that community and how we can get that togetherness because it doesn't come as an automatic, we're all believers in one place and we're together and we've got purpose. We're together. 
our family theme at uh, the family of four of us, the Lushes, for the summer was being together. And then we have shared many things together over the last uh, few weeks. We have been bike riding in the Sandringham State in Norfolk. We have eaten fish and chips on the seafront at Hunstanton. We have, we went to Petworth House and walked around. We've done, we've had a sickness bug together. We've done, it's been glorious. Phoebe escaped, the rest of us didn't. Um, but we've been together and, and as many family holidays, those of you who have or have had young children will know, there are the ups and there are the downs. And, and there is one scene in particular that reminds me it wouldn't be misplaced in an episode of Mr. Bean, Simon Parr. Um, so we went to Hunstanton for the morning and we were going to go to Sandringham in the afternoon to ride our bikes. So Dan put the bikes on top of the car, that's where they go now. And we went to Hunstanton for the morning to have fish and chips on the seafront and have a walk. So we get to Hunstanton, and all of the public car parks in Hunstanton have height restrictions on them, probably about eight feet. Two adult bikes and one junior bike exceed eight feet on top of a Seat Leon estate car. So we park up the car. It's about 28 degrees. We park up the car. Dan unloads the bikes off the roof because I can't reach. So then he takes Josiah and Phoebe in the car to park. We can't get the kids out of the car because it's too hot and they don't have sun cream on, but we can't leave them unattended and we can't leave them in the car with the engine running because the key has to be in. So what happens is Phoebe is sent backwards and forwards across this car park. All the time I'm fretting. She's got no hat on. She's got no sun cream on. It's 12 o'clock. She's going to burn. She comes and gets her bike. That's fine. But she's not going to manage my bike and Dan's bike. So we kind of like between us run halfway between the kids and the car and the bikes. So eventually we chain the bikes to the fence uh, and we go and have a lovely day and uh, time in Hunstanton, plagued by wasps, but that's okay. We then come back to get the bikes so we can go and ride at Sandringham, ready to move them out the car park, put them on top of the car. The bikes haven't been stolen, don't panic, but what we realise as we walk back in is there's a pain display machine that we missed on the way out. And yes, West, York, uh, West Norfolk um, parking have been around and we now have £25 parking tickets, which we just went... Okay, it's a pain display car park. We missed it. We're not going to contest this and did get it paid on time. But together, we navigated the situation. We drove the car out the car park, put the kids back in the car, put the bikes back on the road, went to Sandringham, had a great time, formation, family cycling along Sandringham um, routes until Phoebe went shins first into a pile of stinging nettles and came up in hives. But we did it together. And it's the highs and the lows that we enjoy. And that's what makes it life, the fullness and the wholeness of life, isn't it? together. Now, where are my West Wing fans? There's some over here, there's some down. Come on, West Wing. I'm going to quote Toby Ziegler now. If you don't know who Toby is, West Wing is an American drama about um, uh, domestic, oh, words, democratic Uh, administration in the White House. Um, Martin Sheen plays Josiah Bartlett, President Bartlett. Toby Ziegler is the director of communications. He is a Jewish, single, uh, divorced man, bit of a loner, very dry sense of humor, very dry. But he at times comes out, he's a wordsmith and comes out with some absolute gems. And I want to share this one for you. So Toby says at one point, our defeats are softened and our victories are sweetened because we did it together which I think is really beautiful.
And um, I'm using that, I've been reminded of that. There's a preach that we're circulating on Facebook and on uh, WhatsApp groups, and there's been emails, and it's on the blog, by Mike Pilavachi, who's the leader of the Soul Survivor Group of Churches. And it's called Church is Family, Not a Business. If you haven't yet spent an hour of your time, it is the best hour of your time you will spend in the next three months. Watch it at least once. Um, and Mike uh, refers to Toby in that and that's what it's reminded me but yeah watch that message if you haven't yet but how do we get this togetherness that Toby talks about how do we get this togetherness that we see in that passage in Acts that Amir and Phoebe read for us we're going to look at a very short couple of verses in John chapter 13 we're going to see what the motivation is for this community to live like this in such togetherness so it's John 13 verses 34 and 35. A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. And I think we look at that often and go, yes, about loving one another. And yes, it is. But there's a little bit that I think I've certainly skipped over in the past. And it says, as I have loved you. And we sang Reckless Love. It was, I will call it out, it wasn't an entirely Holy Spirit moment. We had a little bit of a text conversation. I texted Sai and said, it'd be really good if we could do this song. And he went, I'll see what we can do. And we got it in there. But that song, it tells us, it, we sing about how God's love pursues us, how it chases us down, how it does damage to the things that have walled us in and held us back for too long. The lies that we have been leaved, the lies and the walls that have hemmed us in, how he pursues us relentlessly and recklessly. And how God loves us, that's how we are to love one another. Recklessly, wholeheartedly, sacrificially, uniquely and individually this is really important god doesn't love us all in the same way because we are all different we are all unique in our own way and we've already had um dan a few weeks ago um, recommended the love languages book if you've not read it it really is a life changer because actually it's really important to look at yourself and understand well how do i feel love how do I, what's important to me? What, how do I tick? Why do I get cross when this isn't right? Why do I feel loved when this happens? I, my love language is acts of service, right? So my cup of tea before eight o'clock in the morning that arrives on my bedside table, I feel loved. It has to go in the microwave, but you know, it gets drunk eventually and I feel loved because of that. And actually, when we understand about ourselves, how we feel love, then actually I think we can be better equipped to love one another. We're loved individually, compassionately, uniquely, recklessly, wholehearted, and sacrificially. And that's what we need to reflect and bounce out to each other. That's how we are to love each other. But how does this love flow? Because we can have all this love and be so filled up but, and want to show it. But actually, we've got to have somewhere to go. The water in the river has to have a direction. It has to have a channel. How do we build those channels? I um, was managing a project at work early last year. And um, we were getting one small computer system to try and talk to one big computer system. And uh, it was quite a big deal and it really did have to work. Um, but computer systems speak different languages. This computer system was British, 
This computer system was American. So they didn't quite speak the same language there, if you know what I mean. Sorry, Justine. Is she in the room? Okay. Um, so we had to get them to talk to each other. And so you start sending messages of code from the small system to the big system. And I'm always really optimistic. And I'm like, it's going to work. We know what we're doing. We've been on this for ages. So you send the message and you sit and you wait. No, it's no message. So you do a little tinker. Well, somebody technical in a back room does a little tinker. You sit and you watch. No, it doesn't work. After a few weeks, we discovered we hadn't built the pipes for the integration to go from over here to over here. You can't just send the message out. It's got to have somewhere to follow. When you were... Those of you who are married or in relationships, when you want to build a relationship with someone, when you, you see someone and you think, oh, I like them, it's not an interest. We're in love and it's immediate and we, we connect and I can finish their sentences and I know how they like their tea and it just doesn't work like that. My first thought about Dan, I saw him in the pub, the rat and parrot. Oh, I miss the rat and parrot. Anyone else? Yeah, we're there. Miss the rat and parrot. After see you, first time I went and I was just sat there having a drink quite quiet and shy hard to believe I know um I saw this chap over there and I th- literally my first thought was he's got very spiky hair <laughs> okay and well three weeks later we were an item and the rest is history really but no literally but you get to that point in your relationship and you think I'm gonna have to tell them that thing We can't go any further if I don't tell them about that. It's going to be an issue. I can't hide it any longer. I'm going to have to tell him. So you get to that point in a conversation and you go, Dan, do you like Star Trek? And he has this look on his face and he kind of waits for a minute and he goes, yeah, and I've got all this series on DVD. Do you want to watch some? Yes, this is the man forever. Because you've got to build those common points of connection. And it, it really it involves revealing those vulnerable bits, including how much of a Trekkie nerd you are. Oh, dear. Um, we've got to build those connections. We've got to, in common ground, it's not all about spiritual stuff. It's not about the prophets banging heads with the prophets or the musicians, you know, coming together in musicians. It's about the things that connect you with other people, the common bits and pieces that we talk about. And so I've got three ways for us to grow and deepen our connection with each other as a family. And for those of you who are evangelistic in your nature, in your default, that's you look out and you reach out. I just want to reassure you with this bit here that says in verse 35 of John 13, by this everyone will know that you are my believers. It's how you love each other. This is not navel gazing. This is not insular and being exclusive. When we love each other as he loves us, they're going to see it. They're going to see something different. You know, when I tell people, when I had my babies, people bought food. They're just astounded. When I tell them I had a, I had a sickness bug about six years ago, for three days, people came and looked after Phoebe. They took her out. People slept over in my house. Alison turned up with disinfectant and bleached the place top to bottom. People came and they helped because we have that connection and we do things for one another each other because love looks like something and we build those connections so that we can love each other so three things we can do to connect more together so we can connect 
as we scroll. Now, I'm going to talk about this piece of technology, and I apologise to anybody who for the next three or four minutes does not understand a word I say. This is not the be-all and end-all, but for some of us, it is part of our lives, and it's the way that we do some stuff. So if, I don't think this has ever been done in this building before, so I'm going to break the mould and do it. If you are the owner of a smartphone, and you are a user of social media, particularly Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, would you get your smartphone out? And would you go to one of those, any of those platforms that you use? I'm, you don't, this is one way that we can connect, so I'm not excluding people. This is just one way, but it is a way. So... It really helps us as family to communicate and gather if we're connected in this way. So on whichever one of those, either Facebook, Instagram or Twitter, if you don't already follow or like Community Church Huddersfield, Marcus, you're all right. You run the accounts with us. Um, Sarah, you're all right. You run the accounts with us. But if you don't, can you search for Community Church Huddersfield? And if, if you don't already like it or follow it, if you want to, like it and follow it. Because... On Instagram, we put pictures about life. There's a great picture that Dan took of Alison's plant that she spoke about, the tomato plant from last week. We put pictures of picnics and other bits and pieces on there. We use Facebook to remind people about TTEs and life groups and all that kind of stuff. It's just another place to connect with the whole family. You won't get bombarded. We're not going to, you know, hound your inboxes or billions of notifications. You can turn notifications off. Um, but it's there so that we can connect. Oh, Liz Taylor started following you on Instagram. Well done, Liz. Sorry, it all comes through to here, so I know what you're doing. (laughs) Dan's going to be going nuts now. His phone is going to be lighting up like a flipping traffic light. Right. So we can connect as we scroll. That is one way that we can. Okay. I'm going to have to turn that over because it's going to irritate me. Right. We can connect as we serve. With all of these things about connection, it isn't about having more meetings. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's about doing what we're doing already, but making a decision that I want to connect with my brothers and sisters in Christ in a meaningful way. So when we come together and we serve as teams, be it here or back there or in there or the people around the room who steward us or our children's workers who are doing a great job with our kids right now, come together as a team and connect as a team. You know, have a moment, uh, pray, encourage one another because we're breaking down that barrier between the sacred and the secular. And I've got this bit of, I'm back on my soapbox about no more socials. Because if God had made everything and God is in everything, then there's nothing social about it. It's all family and it's all God and it's all good that we are together. So as you come together to, to serve, build those connections with one another. We serve each other in this way because we believe it's good to be together. But that is more than simply being in one place at the same time. As, as a lush family, we're not actually sometimes physically together as four very often. And so we have to make it very meaningful when we are. And we still have the moments where the girl child doesn't want to do what we're doing or we play a game and she doesn't win and that, <laughs> had a few of those oh dear. or the boy child wants to eat everything that isn't food and throw his food on the floor but that's life and that's family and we teach and we learn and oh, we just go with it but come together and connect as we serve each other we serve each other because we want to be together and we believe it's good and then we can thirdly we can connect as we gather 
And I said, this isn't about more meetings, but we have lots of different gatherings going on. And if we're breaking down that barrier between the sacred and the secular, we can connect and gather in whatever way that is. Whether it's here in worship on a Sunday morning, whether it's the Jubilee Centre team during the week, whether it's in coffee shops, that's my favourite place, whether it's in cars, whether it's at car rallies, whether it's cleaning out the PA cupboard, whatever opportunity you have to gather, gather and then connect. Make those connections. You know, I can come in like worship teams, a good example, or even a Sunday morning. I've got the children, I've got stuff to do, and I come in and I don't get more of a meaningful conversation than, hi, are you all right? Yes, have you had enough sleep? Just about, thanks, would you like a tea? Yes, please. Sometimes that's as meaningful as I can get with people. And I'm really challenging myself to get past that with people. I have the same conversation quite a few times during the week. How are you doing, Ruth? Doing really well. Are the kids sleeping? Depending on who it is, depends on what the answer is. I normally go, yes, I'm getting enough sleep. Um, this is Dan away. Yes, Dan's away. Uh, when are you going back to work? I'm going back to work at this point. How do you feel? I feel all right. And we don't really get any deeper. And I want to have conversations that are much deeper with people. I want to be in relation with people so they know what's going on in my life. And I know what's going on in my life. And we can get to that next level with each other. And I... Um, So, yeah, you can connect as you gather together and you know different things about different people. I'd say don't give up on gathering. Um, Dan and I are going to be talking about life groups quite a lot over the next few weeks. We are really excited about life groups, really excited. We have taken on life groups in just a... Can I say oversight? Is that all right? We're kind of looking after them, aren't we? We're we're giving a bit of direction to life groups. And we've got some great stuff... uh, that we're planning, unsurprisingly, we're planning some good stuff. And they're a great place to come together. So if you have given up on life groups in the past, can I ask you to park that, draw a line, and ready yourself for some really exciting things because they are going to be a key way that we together as family move forward and move out into Huddersfield and beyond. Um, So whatever way it is that you need to connect to one another, find it and use it because being together is what's important. You know, I've, I would say I've had a sense, a feeling this morning that people, there are people struggling with stuff. It's nothing more than I've been listening and I've been looking. I've heard there are people struggling with stuff and there's stuff going on, but it is together. Dan and I know that it is together with family that we move forwards when things are difficult, that we stick together, that we stay grounded, that we have good perspective. It's in being together and we need to deepen those connections with each other. I'd like us to stand together to, in a moment, to break bread, to come to the table together. Now, I just want to say at this point, if the stewards want to do their thing, um, for some of you, you might have a social anxiety that makes this whole thing really difficult. You might be someone who finds small talk really hard. I find it really hard. Sarah and I used to go hospital visiting with one of our friends a good number of years ago. And this person couldn't speak at the time, so it relied on us to do the conversation. And I'm not very good on the spot. So we would practice in the car on the way from work. You talk about that, and I'll talk about this person getting married, and then we'll talk about that baby that's been born. And we rehearsed it. But for some of us, it is really tough 
to do this kind of stuff. And if you're, thank you very much, Mark, if you're feeling quite anxious right now, or you're feeling, I can't do this, this is too hard, or um, it's just, I feel on the fringes, and I'm cross about this, and oh, can I just say, that's all right. That's okay. Like Abraham faced the fact that his body was as good as dead, but he did what God did anyway, what God told him to do anyway, let's face the fact that we have social anxiety, that some of us don't do well in social situations, that the noise and the children in this building at this time can be hard for us. Let's just accept that and then let's find ways to connect and to gather together and to do that over the table as Phoebe and Amir read for us from Acts. They broke bread together in the homes and when they gathered and I want to see, I want to do more of this with you. And so as we break bread, if you find this stuff really hard, I'd like you to be quite brave um, because connection requires us to be proactive. We have to, nobody can connect with us if we don't agree with it. And so we have to make that decision that I want to connect with people too. And so if you struggle with this, with anything I've said, I'd ask you as we're coming together to find someone who you trust, someone who understands you, or someone who you really respect and look up to, who you think is really good at this stuff, go and grab them and say, I want to be better at this. Can you help me with this? Because that's how we do stuff together. We recognise that some people are really good at the social stuff, and some of us, and I put myself down here, really struggle with it. But together, we can still build those connections when we recognise in each other the strengths and the weaknesses. So the worship team are going to come and play and we're going to stand together if you can stand and would like to I invite you to stand and let's worship let's break bread together I'd really like it if we could pray for one another just as you know that prayer is needed or just as you want to pray for people if at 12 o'clock those of us who have children can go and collect their children or give a token to a willing volunteer thank you um Let's be together. Let's make some connections. If there's someone in the room you think, I really like that person and I really want to get to know them, take a deep breath and go and say, I really want to get to know you. Let's come together. So we'll have a song, come and break bread and pray for each other and be together. Okay, they're getting there. Okay. Father, we thank you for your table. We thank you for your body broken and your blood spilt and that over it we can build such connections and know such love from you and for each other that we can see our towns and our families and our nations changed because of that incredible love that you have for us. Thank you that we can be vessels and channels of that love. That we don't get to hold on to it, but that we get to share it with each other here and with the rest of our everyday world. Father, help us. Show us where we need to forgive. Show us where we need to let go. Show us where we need to stand up. and Show us where we need to be strong and brave and courageous. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus.